0: Maybe the customers behind are like, "Hey, faster eh, you know. <laughs> 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 Hurry up eh, like, I want to eat my bambi. Yeah, I my to eat bambi eh. Yeah, hangry, you know. Welcome to KSZL! <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Adila. Hello, I'm Shen. It's
1: been long. So we, we wanted to say thanks for the positive reception of our Chili party episode. Yeah, so it's just something new that we want to try out because we understand there will be some people who maybe have like lack of time
0: or mm. they want to
1: just listen to a short episode or maybe they just want a deep into our podcast, but not so long. Mm.
0: <laughs> try, try. Yeah. Ah, let's try, try, listen. <laughs> Testing waters. <laughs> test water. Yeah, yeah, test
1: waters. So, we thought, okay, why not? And also because, like you guys know, our regular episode, we have a bit of banter, a bit of stories, the ketums and all this, mm. right? So, Chili Padi has... None of that. It just go straight to the point. Essence lah. Yeah. La. Yes. It's the
0: essence of episodes and the like chili padi the... punch you in the face.
1: Yes. <laughs> like when you bite in nasi goreng, it's like there's chili padi inside. Like, oh. Wow. <laughs> then, like, your body just react only. <laughs> yeah, like, oh no, I just beat on the chili. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it's really just jam, full pack with key takeaways really straight to the point kind mm. of episode. Yeah.
0: So, do look out for more chili padi episodes. Yes, correct. In the future.
1: And on note, note we are on
0: Apple Podcast Hey Thanks Apple.
1: Thanks for accepting us. <laughs> Did it take very long to be accepted, no, right? Uh
0: forty minutes. <laughs> okay.
1: So but though, yeah, it's
0: good la. it's good that we have another channel. Yes, mm. yeah. I do use an iPhone but I don't really use Apple Podcasts. Mm. But
1: I, I do heard that we have some listeners who don't really use Spotify. Mm. So being
0: on Apple is, is a good thing. Yeah. I am one of those. I'm the I'm the group that you know Spotify is purely for listening songs. Oh, then Apple okay. podcast is really just to listen to podcasts. But but why is this difference? Cuz I think I want to be in the mode of listening to podcasts. I see. So then I want a dedicated app. Okay. For it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so okay. I know like there are people out there w- with that same mindset as well. Lah. Mm,
1: okay, okay, Can okay. okay. So, anyway, I mm. just want to share that I recently went for a workshop called uh, Mapping Service Ecosystem. Mm-hmm. It was hosted by XDA, by Kat, who was one of our guests. Ooh,
0: episode 4. Yes, mm-hmm. correct.
1: He got uh, Mr. Cornelius. He was here in Singapore and he shared with us on mapping service ecosystem. Some of the key takeaways is basically as a product designer and as a and, and, and systems thinking designer, it's a bit mm. different. So, to me, it's still a new topic. I'm not really an expert in it right now. Yeah, but what I got away from the workshop was basically you can either choose to stay on as a visual designer or stay on as a UX designer. But one way to go further in your career is Mm. go through the ecosystem level of things. Design is not like working in silo because the thing is design can be affecting marketing, can Mm. be affecting business. So this ecosystem... Uh, way of thinking is basically to think of how design works together with people from business people for engineering so you think more in systems and then right you you try to use design to help achieve
0: certain things mm. yeah mm.
1: that's the most simplified that i can think of based on my understanding right
0: now right 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 yeah and how's the workshop like do you all have to do activities
1: ah, yes, or is it? it so so there was a mix of him sharing with us some points. after that, there was some uh, group work that we did together. Mm. So, there was one is that he told us, okay, in your group, choose one person who wants to represent her workspace that they are in and then think of the ecosystem that, that surrounds this person's work.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. it's like really trying to broaden the thinking around a subject. Yes, correct. Mm. And like, think of how you can influence the different points that stemming from this mm. subject lah. Yeah, yeah. Correct, Cool, correct. okay. Yeah. And that's where you met Esther, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I met Hi, her. Esther. So, the, the
1: funny thing was she was in my team. We were working together the whole day. Only at the end of the day when people started to like, okay, what's your LinkedIn? Let's network. What's your LinkedIn? Keep in touch. Then she was saying, Hey, wait, are you Adila who did the podcast? Yeah, I said, yes, I'm <laughs> Adila. Oh, you should know Yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> like every other week. Mm. <laughs> the design wall in Singapore is very small. Right. Mm, yeah. yeah.
1: Eventually, people... Everybody just know everyone. Yeah.
0: That's why I don't bump. If hands. you are prominent <laughs>
1: enough, I <like>, guess. <laughs> so, how about you?
0: What What did you do? One new thing that I did in February was to go for a werewolf game meetup.
1: Yeah, I so saw... You asked me a long right? But I was just like, yeah, oh, what was, was this? Asking...
0: <laughs> what is this werewolf? Like? <laughs> oh my, you're trying yeah. to be Twilight, is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my friends. Uh, how they react when oh, I say, "Oh, hey, really? you wanna go and play werewolf now?" No. Then I was like, "You wanna role play toilet?" <laughs> <laughs> well wow, Can you make this game until like so kiddy, You know, it's like it, It's That's such so a cringy. strategy game. Yeah. By the way, so werewolf is a social deduction game, uh, So basically, mm. you have to find out who is the werewolf. There's a lot of like elements of interpretation, trying to deduce, and who is the werewolf, and also like. Picking out social cues from others. <laughs> so like the werewolf will kill people every night. So that's how the game works. So everyone has to speak up. And then at the end of that round, you have oh, to vote night. someone out. That's mm. how it works lah. And I'm a sucker for social deduction games lah. So, so every night I will watch... Uh, um, people online playing um, Werewolf.
1: I think I've tried it once, but it was on a Telegram group chat. Ah,
0: yes. Telegram has. It is actually originated in the West, mm. if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. And then, as usual, uh, the Asians will take it to the next level. <laughs> so they will play with a lot of strategy. So um, in the Chinese, Hong Kong, Taiwan mm. scene, right, what they do is they actually take notes on paper. Uh-huh. Yeah, then the way they play is very structured. Yeah, and it's almost like there's a strategy to it already. There's even like training grounds in Taiwan. course, wow. there's a reality that show. That is so serious. Yeah, they take it to an... It's really Asian oh level, like, this one. <laughs> yeah, so... Like, I was very happy to know that uh Zodi, yeah, who yeah. is your friend, mm-hmm. so she was asking, like, hey, you want to come and join us? Yeah. And I was like, of course, I'm down for it because, like, I watched so many times but I have never tried playing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's like what you say in episode 3, if I'm not wrong. Like, you, you watch so many, right? Yeah, then doing is very different from watching. Yes,
1: yeah. Yeah, so,
0: yes. like, so that was my virgin high-level play by uh, Wolf, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a really intense game. That's something I want to share, like, like thanks, Jodi, for the tune. Hi, Jodi, <laughs> if you are listening, <laughs> yeah,
1: cool. So, for today's episode, basically, we want to share another article that we
0: stumbled upon mm. that made waves on the internet Mothership, TNP, 80s. So, the article. It's actually about a ban mian store mm-hmm. in Admiralty, which is the north of Singapore, the Red Line. This store is trying to seek for a customer to refund a customer $445.50. So before that, you guys know what is a banh mian? Can you explain, Xuân? What is a pa mian? Yes. Mm, is close to my heart, so I can explain it. <laughs> so pa mian, is a, it's like a very hearty bowl of noodle. Yes. And ban is a type of noodle. It's handmade, right? It's usually, okay, originally it's handmade. Mm. Yeah. So the, the good thing about ban right, is that it's quite wide. Yeah. And it has a certain thickness. Mm. Yeah. So when it's handmade, right, that you get that chewiness, you get that bite, Mm, mm. of the noodle and then you get to slurp it as well because their soup is usually either pork-based or chicken-based then with a bit of meat la, and some vegetables inside.
1: Mm, yeah. see, I, I love eating pamian on cold days or maybe
0: mm.
1: on the days when I'm fasting and then maybe at the end of the day, I will start to feel a bit dehydrated and a bit of sore throat. I will just tapau out that and eat it at home. Yeah, and mm, to me, it's mm. really feeling... Yeah, it is like silly. hearty, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, at the end of the, of the meal, you're just happy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, like, it's damn short one. It's like
1: a hug to your tummy, I guess.
0: It <laughs> is. Oh, sorry, I missed out. Pamian can be both dry and soup.
1: Ah, so I yeah, think yeah. that's
0: team dry and team so soup. Which team are you? Okay, depends on the store. Okay. Because there's this one store in One North uh, mm. that does dry ban mian so well that I almost converted into a team dry. Wow. Yeah. I think it's the sauce. So if you like sauce and mm. if you dig the sauce that the store makes, right, then you can go for a dry. La. But then some stores really does their soup base really well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because the thing about soup, right, is that it continues to cook the the mian, right? Mm-hmm. The noodle. Yeah. So the store has to like balance it well. La, then they have to undercook it a bit. Ah,
1: yeah, makes sense. So when you
0: eat right, you still get that al dente, was oh, <laughs> say, of the noodle it, it doesn't become mushy. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I'm usually the soup okay. side. And and I, I've never like tried.
1: It. I've never tried dry. I always like soup. So I'm mm, sick to <laughs> soup. high five. High five. <laughs> Good. Okay, so back to our topic. <laughs> Enough of Pan Mian. Enough of Pan Mian. Yes. This,
0: this episode is not really about Pan Mian.
1: So, <laughs> apparently, a customer who is an elderly had paid $450 for a $4.50 bowl of Pan Mian. Mm. So, you can just imagine the extent of the error to paying so much for just a small, humble meal.
0: Yeah, so that's why like, they are seeking for to refund $445 and 50 cents
1: is there any update to the story did they eventually found this person?
0: so there's an update to this story eventually they found this uncle and then like he made follow up episode in all these like tabloids ah I
1: see
0: but like what really triggered us to do this episode right is because when we saw this... Then I was sharing that... hey something happened to my mom and my friend. Mm, yeah, before. yeah you mentioned before. So, the thing about uh, my friend... We are having like a house party. Yeah. So, we are like trying to split the money and stuff lah. So, we accidentally sent $3,000 to my other friend... With the intention of sending $30.
1: <laughs> so, it's exactly the same <laughs> issue
0: as... What happened to this Admiralty Panmin store.
1: Mm. My
0: mom actually had an uh, opposite drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she went to a steam fish store, right? They were selling something for $75. But she sent 75 cents instead. <laughs> so she underpaid.
1: <laughs> That's a big difference, eh?
0: Yeah. So then, like, we were thinking, right, like, if eh, there seems to be a pattern here, like, overpaying, underpaying mm-hmm. situation, right? That kind of triggered us to go and, like, do a bit of uh, research. Let's be detectives <laughs> And you know I go down this rabbit hole and see what's the issue la. Mm,
1: yes, right. correct. Yeah. A UX error when making payment. It was reported that the uncle was using the DBS Paylah app,
0: right? Mm, it's using DBS Paylah. Yeah. I think the conclusion of our research, right, is that uh what made this customer accidentally send over $450 Instead of $4.50, it's because the mental model is different. Why is mental model and why is it important for us? Mm. So basically, mental
1: model is an explanation of someone's thought process about how something works in the real world. It is what the user believes about the system at hand. So in other words, it's basically how someone would approach things based on what they see subconsciously. So Mm. to them, it's whatever that's presented to you, right? it makes sense to just do it this certain way. For example, if you see a door and there's a handle facing you, you might think, oh, it's pulling. But maybe maybe it's actually push. So, it really depends on... How you view the world. Yes, how you feel the world functions, basically. So, like, concept, framework, or worldview that you carry around in your mind, uh, basically how you think, translating into how you react to the world. Mm. And I think this is also quite subjective because... Mm -hmm. Your mental model and my mental model can be a bit different, but mm. I think on uh, on a general level it'll be similar. Mm, mm, mm. Like there are certain things we can just agree on,
0: yeah, because it makes sense, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um that's really the the part where things become interesting, right? Like your mental model and my mental model may be different, mm, and mm. I think that's where um us as designers we come in, we observe, yeah, and yes. we kind of judge like okay, then what's the mental model we think that our product should adopt. And mental model is very fluid because yes. it's based on your perception and how you see the world. And how you see the world, right, changes over time. Mm. Yeah. And this is the part where I feel is the fun part lah, of our job.
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, because it's
0: never the same. You have to be very observant and very um, sharp around like how people react to the world. And then hence like how your design can best uh, meet them where they are at. Lah.
1: Yeah, I, mm. I, I
0: agree what you said. So why is mental model basically important for us
1: designers to be aware of? Basically because mental model plays a crucial role in the usability assessment of things. So for example, when maybe you are using some user testing, mm. uh, you might be aware of your user's mental model beforehand so that you make sure that your test is not biased or your test is fair instead mm. of maybe uh, citing siding too much or leaning too much towards a certain mental
0: model, which is might affect the result of the test. Mm. Or even worse, like you only subscribe to your own mental model instead of trying to find out your user's mental model. Uh, it becomes a bit dangerous yes. when you force your mental model to the user's. Uh, yeah, and that's where like the users will come back and say like, I don't know how to use this mm. product. Yeah, the reason why they don't know how to use a product is because their expectation Yes. and your ex- and your expectation is a mismatch. Yeah, yeah. correct, correct. correct. Mm. So
1: one other example would be like a website. Usually, I think it's quite common for everyone. They will just know that if, let's say, you get lost in a certain website yeah. and then you want to refresh from the start, basically. Go to the homepage of yes, the website. Yes, go to the homepage of that website. So we will just go to the logo and click on it. Mm. Mm. I think this is a mental model that is quite prevalent for all
0: like, usually, the yes. cursor will just, like, uh, gravitate towards top left.
1: Or maybe center? Mm, or some the center. So, let's just bring back this mental model to the BanMian story. Mm. So, basically, we realized there are two kinds of mental
0: models uh, due to two kinds of UX patterns out there. For the first mental model, right, let's just imagine we want to pay for something, right? Mm. Then you see your phone, there's a 00.00. And then imagine you now press a number mm. four. Yep. So the four will show up on the right side. Yes. And then when you press five, the five will show up and actually will push the four to the left. Mm. Yeah. So in this case, the numbers are showing from right to left. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yep. So the, the, the more numbers you press, the more the, the numbers get pushed to the left. La. So this way, we call it the right to left. Input method. Technical sense is called the send first, cent mm. send first, C E N T. Cent first. Basically, you start from the cent. Yes. Then you move to the dollar. Ma. What we have found out is that OCBC, pay anyone, and grab pay. And grab pay uses this kind of input method.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Also, because this is like the
1: earliest currency input pattern in cash registers. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, this way of input method, right, is really adopting what? We have been using historically.
1: Mm. So, so, for this pattern itself, mm. based on that Ban Mian story, if let's say the uncle wanted to pay four dollar fifty cents, mm. so what the uncle should key in would be just four, five zero. Correct.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: And this doesn't have the decimal. You don't have. I mean, you don't have to type in the 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 dot.
0: Yeah, because the dot is already fixed there. Ah, yeah, okay, okay. so because your starting point, the, the UI will show 0, zero. Mm, 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 mm. mm. So you always have like two decimal spaces at ah, the end. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. already prepared. Mm. So that's the first mental model, which is called the right to left. Mm. The second is
1: basically the left to right mental model. Mm. So it's like typing a message. So the input field will be blank. And then, uh, the insertion point, basically, the, the cursor will appear on the left. So, so what happens is, like, for example, the uncle want to key in maybe 450. He would have to key in 4.5. Yeah. Mm. It's as though you are really typing
0: in a sentence.
1: Ah, right? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's from the left, yeah. So, normally, when people want to text pe- other people, they will have to... It will be The cursor will be blinking from the left to the right mm. so even for this is so left to right so compare this and to the other mental model this is con- considered being a dollar first
0: mm. so this dollar first or um what we call left to right um input method right is adopted by DBS Payla which is what the anchor is using ah, the, Pam- okay. the and also is adopted by UOB pay now mm, mm, mm. i see yeah. So most likely this uncle
1: didn't switch his mental model and use his DBS Pella as if it's for OCBC or Grab lah. Mm. Maybe that's the reason.
0: Yeah. So our best guess is maybe this uncle has two apps ah, that yeah, uses yeah, yeah. like that two different mental models, mm-hmm. possibly GrabPay mm-hmm. and and DBS Pella. Mm. Maybe he calls is a is a setting in a hawker, right? Yeah. Then yeah, imagine yeah. like peak hour. Yeah, you are in a rush. And you then are in you a like I want to
1: quickly pay, and then, then he didn't check properly. Just mm. send it off. Yeah. yeah. And also, I would think right. To, you also have to take note that maybe for him, his vision might be affected looking at a small screen. Then maybe the dot is so tiny, or it's just not visible for him. Yeah, that's so he cannot
0: see. Mm. Yeah. Because I think yes, the DBS pay la, The UI is that. You have other text in the whole page, Mm-mm. whereas like the Grab Pay one, right? The usually from right to left, the text is very big one.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, so is like it's obvious. at the center yeah. of the page.
0: Ah, yeah. Okay, so cause okay. in this case, he's using DBS Pay lah. Then I guess like, uh, he thought, maybe he thought like it was still Grab Pay, so he was inputting like four five zero lah. Like what you said, right? Detect the, the he didn't the, the, the see in the cause maybe everything is like there's a lot of clutter in the uh. page or like the fonts are very small so you just send it over la, and I maybe I don't know maybe the customers behind are like hey faster eh, you know <laughs> 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 hurry up like, I want to eat my bambi yeah I want to <laughs> <bambi>, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hangry you know mm, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. that could be why this happened How about your mom then? Yeah, so like now that we know there's this like two kinds of mental model, then drawing back to my mom's case, right, where she was, she really damn bored. Eh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she paid like 75 cents instead of $75. So I was asking her, like, do you remember what happened? <laughs> so like, because my mom frequently uses PayNow, okay, but then she needs to use GrabPay.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So if she were to use PayNow, If she wants to pay $75, she just input $7.5. Yeah, whereas like now the store only accepts Grab Pay. Yeah. So she didn't manage to switch her mental model instantly. Uh, She thought that she still have to just put 7.5. But then because Grab Pay is from right to left and it sends first.
1: Ah, So when she put
0: 7.5 right, then it it only yeah, it only becomes like 0.75. (laughs) so okay so now that we have like this two um mental models right that we kind of like unpacked in this whole story Mm. uh i guess the question will be moving forward (laughs) what's the ideal right to
1: left or Mm. left to
0: right the
1: comparison uh, basically
0: yeah so what
1: we can unpack a bit more is to explain like from right to left it will be an easier operation because users only focus on the number pad. They don't need to press on the decimal.
0: And I guess it leads to less input errors.
1: Mm. So right. designers don't have to design to handle for syntax error state and developers don't have to implement. Users also won't like, have to type more than two decimals so you don't have to code that constraint as
0: well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Also, it will be a less risk for customers because they will end up paying less and not more. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) So it's good for a customer And I think like Usually the default state It will have that dot already Mm. One interesting thing is You know some countries Use comma instead of dot Ah yeah yeah European countries European and even even Indonesia Oh okay Mm. Even a country that is so close to us Uses comma Mm. Yeah Instead of a dot So like There won't be that mix up In the input Mm. Because like We have a default state there already. So mm. all they do is also like just input the numbers lah. Mm. Mm. So I think like there's a lot of probes in um the, going with right to left uh, or the sense first input model. Uh, okay.
1: how, how about the left to right then? Uh, so I think a left to right mm. is like
0: really like you are sending a message to someone. So I guess like mm. the cognitive load may be lower.
1: Because it's like text input. Yeah. Okay, I guess it also makes sense if the page contains uh, sentence structure input types. So, more than just uh, currency input, maybe, like, for example, PayNow, they have the mobile amount, comments, Correct. all in one page, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I guess, that's not really, um, like, all things you extend. you don't have a hard answer to
0: things. Correct, yeah. It's always about contexts.
1: Yeah, so, like, like what we are sharing with you guys right now, the, the mental model of right to left and the left to right, there's no one clear answer which is the best. It's mm. more of, Depending of depending on your context.
0: Mm. Or, maybe if I think a bit deeper now, mm. maybe the better way forward is not even customer input, it's merchant input. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. some places they already have it like I just scan the QR code and it already defines how much I send to you. Ah, I, yes, I, yes. I, as a customer, I just press confirm. Um, yeah. yeah. Correct. So maybe that is an even better way to eliminate this whole issue. Mm.
1: I think that's uh, that's a fair point because recently I wanted to go and buy mochi mm, very specific
0: <laughs> what flavour?
1: Uh, it was, it's a frozen mochi so <laughs> yeah, I like yeah it's an ice, <laughs> ice cream mochi, mochi. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the name for it? Like, ka-, ka-, ka something <laughs> kane mochi yeah. Is it's it? the one at uh, jewel it jewel have ah? Uh? yeah I always buy it from Boogies though oh okay, okay. Yeah. okay I know the the the, the one that's uh,
0: leading to Boogies Plus
1: Yes, yes, that yeah, the bridge. You suddenly look so excited now. Yeah, I tell oh you my God. Yeah, so, as I say, so I was saying so I was gonna pay for the mochi and then I had to double check with the person, how much is it? Because you are you are typing? Or? Yes, I'm typing. Then mm. once I type it in and then I ask is this correct? I even have to show the person then I say, Ah yes correct. So it's like to me, this communication is also adding on to the time of mm. you making payment. Right. If let's there's say a lot of confirmation if, yeah, here. Yeah, confirmation here and there and then you have to consider in the person who is serving you, how's their mental state like? Are they yeah. focused or are they distracted? So if let's say if you're just scanning in and then the amount comes correctly into your mobile app, that'll be much easier ma, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep double checking, triple checking.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I thought of another way. <laughs> wow, now we're ideating, sorry. Because <laughs> I'm trying to map it to real world. Well. Mm. Maybe the colour of the screen changes when you oh, type the okay. number. Like, let's say you type 50, then it changes to blue. Because uh. it's $50 notes.
1: Oh, okay. Or, I don't or, know. Or like, maybe, <laughs> or maybe, mm. you, they really want to type, right, the app checks with the merchant system. Like, for example, uh, the merchant system says $48, mm. and then you put in um, 45 then maybe the colour changes to like, oh, it's an error, you key in the wrong number. I don't know. Mm, uh, mm, yeah, mm. then if it's, mm. if you type in $48, okay, then it's correct. Then it becomes blue, right. then it becomes green or whatever, then mm. it's okay to proceed lah. Mm.
0: So there's a lot more uh, system level checks. Mm. Like we are kind of offloading that responsibility to mm. the system that may do it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, that's a lot of ideas. Yes. Or, just go back <laughs> to using cash. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. Yes. Problem solved. Correct.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the next part of our
0: episode that it's called Gertems. Shall we regret what Gutham is? Mm. Okay, Gutham's is an uh, acronym. For good things must share. Basically, us uh, sharing our good lobangs. Yes. Mm. Resources, tips,
1: or anything not related to design, things that we might find useful for you guys. So, for this episode, we want to introduce a very specially made jingle of our gutums
0: by... Alistair! Yay! Yay! We have a lot of names in today's episode. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah. You all better listen, <laughs> No, just kidding. Lots of good stuff.
1: Stuff, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm very happy that I feel that we have a small community building around our podcast. It, it's nice, like, like yeah. someone contributing certain ideas to the uh, podcast. Mm. We even have another supporter who very nicely made for us a jingle and I really like it. <laughs> mm, Thank yeah. you. So, um, mm. Shren, you want to start? What's your getem for this episode?
0: Mm, okay, so my getem is this website called Doc dot cc mm. d-o-c dot cc. yeah have you heard of UX Collective? yes if yes. you are like a avid reader on medium of course <laughs> definitely they have the polar bear logo mm, right? the blue polar bear logo <laughs> yeah it's
1: very prominent mm.
0: basically uh, the whole idea behind this is they want to invite digital product designers to kind of expand their references beyond the UX bubble mm. yeah so the content inside is more designed around you Less of like, you know, five things you need to know as a UX designer.
1: Oh, or yeah. maybe like Figma. how to Correct, like tips Figma, and tricks. Ah, tricks ah, okay.
0: like, so for them, they want to be more quality, provocative thinking la, or critical thinking er, of the world around you. Mm. Yeah, if This you, goes
1: very well with my the
0: mapping ecosystems. On. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, it's very yeah. systemic thinking, like really expanding. You know that GIF, right? The, the, the <laughs> yeah, mind-blown yeah, yeah. GIF. <laughs> yeah, you are going beyond the digital design uh, digital design yes. yeah okay. which I really subscribe to because I do feel like you know you shouldn't be caught in like what they say in a bubble right because design is very uh transferable and it's it really permeates in every layer. Ma. Yeah. I really subscribe uh, to their philosophy that you have to just be hyper aware of what's happening around you and you have to think deeper. Mm. So like I think, they... think
1: more deeper and more holistically, like basically. Mm,
0: yes. So they remind me a lot about 99% invisible. So that's ah, a yes, podcast. I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Roman I think I... Mask, if I'm not wrong yes. that's the host.
1: I really like some of the topics by 99% invisible. One topic I can recall was about last time in the 50s or 60s there were some missing children. Mm. And they know that people like to buy milk cartons.
0: Oh. So Damn, I think every I heard that home before. has a milk carton. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah.
1: Never fail to have one. So what they did was to make sure that they can expand and get more exposure on these missing children they actually printed some pictures of the missing children on the milk carton itself. Mm.
0: And eventually one of the kids got found from the mm, milk mm, carton. Mm, yeah,
1: mm. It's it like a, a way of
0: it's almost like a medium of sending messages, yeah, correct, to different correct. households, yeah, 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 so I was just like super into one of their articles recently, mm-hmm. Incidentally, it's like very related to what we have talked about, oh it's a history of numeric keypad, mm-hmm. yeah, just a quick one, right, yeah. um, if you imagine the keypad on your phone mm-hmm. and versus a calculator, mm. so there's actually a subtle difference. In a UI, mm. Mm. for the calculator, the nine is actually on the top right. Yeah.
1: Like, so on the phone keypad, the one is at the very top.
0: One is top on left. The top left. Mm. Yeah. And then nine is on bottom right. Yeah. The article basically like delves into the history as to why we all end up with this two very different way of presenting numbers lah. Although they are showing ten numbers. Mm. Yeah. Personally, because I'm a history junkie, uh, so like, <laughs>
1: wow,
0: it's really up my alley. Then, if you are as geek as me, <laughs> then this website may be of interest for you, lah. So I, I,
1: I, think I'm gonna check it out. It sounds really interesting, and and it's great that it's coming from UX Collective.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So for my good terms, basically, um, it's not a website. So it's it's a book. So I'm very much into self help productivity books business books mm. so this book that I would like to recommend I think some of you might know of it I think you know it as well like. um, it's called Atomic Habits mm. by James Clear mm. yeah, so actually I know of James Clear back in 2012 even before he, he published this book mm, he had okay. a very active blog last time Okay. then he was publishing every Monday and Thursday so, okay. he actually wasn't a writer, but because him publishing every Monday and Thursday, it eventually established him as a writer.
0: And what content does he publish?
1: Uh, self-help, productivity, uh, about, about habits, about mm. goal setting. Um, having this blog, I think, eventually helped him propel further into becoming a writer. So then, mm. after that, with his popularity and, and the things that he researched about, about habits, he came out with this book. I really like this book, basically, because on the surface level, you might think, oh, it's just about creating habits. Right. But actually, creating good habits has more to it. You can just say, oh, um, I want to lose weight. But then sometimes, you have people struggling to lose weight. Right. Because they'll be thinking, oh, um, I should be eating this, I shouldn't be eating that. But in his book, wish I'm reading halfway anyway, he's basically saying, when you want to create good habits... On the atomic level, it's more of you are trying to change yourself in your belief. Mm. So, for example, okay, I want to lose weight. So, what is the belief that you have to subscribe to? Means, oh, I'm the kind of person who doesn't eat junk food. Yeah, so it's basically trying to change your mindset. Mm. Yeah, it it all stems to what you believe and and the person that you want to be lah. It's a uh,
0: identity-driven... Ah, yes, right. correct. It's identity-driven Whereas, instead. like, oh, I shouldn't be eating junk food, that is more of, like, what Very the, outcome what the driven. world wants me to be. Yeah,
1: yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. So, he's, what he is recommending is to change it from your identity level sort of mindset thinking. And then, that's where you can change your habits. Mm, yeah. Have you applied it in your life so far? Uh, I am a bubble tea addict. So I would drink bubble tea I know that I know
0: that
1: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) you know that right (laughs) So there were times where I would drink bubble tea Like three times a week And then So ever since This one So there was one time I think it was just last week I was very tempted To buy bubble tea Okay But then I tried to practice What he said So I tell myself I'm not the kind of person Who relies on bubble tea To stress eat Ah, okay (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah So uh, there are other forms Of things that I can do uh, to fill me up. I was able to just walk away from it. Mm.
0: Yeah, but
1: it's it's still a work in progress, like, of course. yeah. Right, right, perfect. right.
0: Yeah, I think this, this needs to take a bit of the Practice mind as shift. As yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: That's all for this episode, guys. I hope whatever that we have shared is very useful for you guys. So, feel free to give your feedback. You can either DM us on Instagram, mm. which is at Life, mm. or you can also email to us any feedback. That's
0: kiasudesignlife at gmail.com. Mm. And I also want to just give a shout out of uh, our Instagram. Usually, after we post an episode, then we will have follow-up discussions mm. with our pool of avid listeners, right? very passionate listeners, then we will just extend the conversation over there yeah Mm. and that is like one part that I really look forward to as well Ah, to really like see how the listeners react to and then there are some things that we kind of missed out in the recording that Mm. we also like can continue to work our brains on uh, and just like discuss over there so yeah yeah, really do check out our uh, IG yes
1: Mm. catch you guys there then
0: okay thank you so much Bye. bye bye